boy, we got a lot to talk about, folks. We got a lot going on between NFL Week 13 getting ready to kick off this morning. Uh, we got the college football playoff getting shaken up after some some games that we we, we thought this was pretty much set and done, and now and now they've uh, with TCU losing and USC both losing. You know, they're three; they were both three and four uh, seeds going in. Does this hurt them? Does this, you know, the question is now: Does TCU get get harmed and punished for going to the championship game and and now losing? Um, does does Ohio State now slide in? Probably. Does Alabama with two losses have a shot? No one wants it. It's a possibility. I don't think it should happen, but we'll break all that down. Um, we got the World Cup. We haven't talked soccer. We haven't talked World Cup. And just like that, USA is out. Um, we'll kind of talk about that in a little bit. Um, and Deion Sanders news. He takes a job. He gets a job, and he's moving on. Um, we'll see what that what that entails and what that could bring to the program of Colorado. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and, and get back right into it there. Um so, like we were saying, uh, we'll we'll get into all all the all these stuff here, but I want to talk about the, the the games. Let's go through the games, make our picks, get all the picks in for Week 13. We haven't been hitting them. We haven't been hitting the picks, but it's been a crazy year, man. It's been a lot of teams that come out and have been flying on the radar. Teams that you know thought wouldn't be good uh, at this point in the year anymore, and and they're. They're kind of making some moves. Uh, you got you look at the matchup, a fun matchup in December for once. We're gonna start here because this this one excites me, and it shouldn't between the two. This might be the most exciting game between two four and seven teams. You got the Jaguars coming in and in, in to play the Lions. Uh, Lions have been that team where it's like they sometimes they can score with the best of them, and you think it's the fucking the the Chiefs offense that they're running, and then some weeks it's like damn dog y'all look like the Patriots did against the Bills. Uh, unable to in the Jets, just not able to do anything. Uh, the inconsistency is it's what makes you know younger teams uh, a fun little thing. Though we are supposed to see, I believe, I believe the, we're going to see Jamison Williams in this in this matchup. We are supposed to be getting back uh, Jamison Williams, the rookie wide, big wide receiver that uh, Detroit took in the draft this year. When did they take him? Was it was it twenty second overall? Uh, or something like that. They took him in the first. He was a first round pick, and he has yet to play. You know, he he tears ACL again against Georgia last year. Um, so we're gonna see what that kid's like. That's a weapon that the 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 Lions would love to have. Uh, would definitely go a long way. But this is two teams that are that are up and coming, improving. I don't know. As the only difference between these two teams, truthfully, is the quarterback situation. I think the Jags kind of know they got Trevor Lawrence. You know, barring any major setbacks, they're going to move forward with him and let him progress and take steps forward and becoming a hopefully a, a MVP caliber quarterback for them. Whereas the Lions are kind of stuck in this in this situation where they have Jared Goff. They they traded for, they brought in. They they got they're on the hook with that big contract with them. They're not getting out of that contract. Uh, anytime soon, so they're kind of just rolling with the punches. But the core, the the rest of the core around them is young, and they're kind of weaning out what they don't need and and, and moving forward with Dan Campbell. He's kind of getting this the core that he wants. 
around this team. So it, two different paths there, but otherwise these are two teams kind of trending up. They're not the Texans, right? The Texans got a lot of work to do with that team, and I and you know I don't know where they start, but you know they kind of had a, a a bad pull of the luck there with Deshaun Watson, but. The, these two teams are just on different trends. They're they're on the upward trend, I think. A uh, lot to lot to be looking forward for if you're these two fan bases. And this is a kind of game I think that's going to highlight both those teams, and, and and where they're going. So it's gonna be a fun matchup. As far as picks go, it couldn't be a tougher pick. I mean, this couldn't be. I could flip a coin and have better luck than if I went down and broke broke dead. If I if I were to watch tape, break down everything. These these kind of this kind of game between these two teams. They're just so inconsistent, and because of that young, that youth. Um, with that being said, I I, uh, I like the Jags' defense and how they've been playing lately. Um, really, both teams don't have much injuries that they're looking for, other than guys that they know that are out. Um, Jacksonville has a couple guys that they're questionable. Travis Etienne. Uh, uh, I. This is tough, man. I don't know. I'm going to go Jags. I like the Jags. I, I think with Trevor Lawrence, you know, gets him going. And this may be a game where he really feels himself. Because when, when he's feeling good, that, that team does look pretty good. With that defense, they got a Lewicon flying on that side of the defense. It's kind of all over the place, making tackles. Um, no surprise there. He was dominant in Atlanta. I wish we would have kept him. Since, we're, since we let Deion Jones go, why couldn't we have kept him? But... It is what it is. Good play for Jacksonville. I'm going to take the Jags on that one. Uh, next game, Falcons. My, my dirty birdies, man. Falcons going against the Steelers. Now, this this on paper was supposed to be an easy game just because the Steelers have been playing and we should just dominate them. <sighs> Luckily, it's not Monday night because now we got a shot. And had this been Monday night, good fucking luck. We'd have been toast because they don't lose on Monday night. Um... I think Kenny Pickett coming off the highs of that game. He he did look good in that game. They say Najee Harris is a go. I don't know how much of that stock I believe. You know, he has a streak of he's never really missed a game. He started all of them. I think they're going to get that streak going. He bounced early last week. Um, he's, he's he's really just banged up. Uh, and But they're saying he's a go. I'm not believing too much into it. We did get news, though, that unfortunately for Atlanta, Kyle Pitt's done. He's on IR. Not gonna be. They thought they were gonna get him back, but it, it doesn't look like he's gonna be back now. For the if they do have a playoff push, which does suck, that puts a lot more pressure on Drake London, Alamazay, uh, Zacchaeus, um, and the run game. I think the run game to me, uh, Atlanta's Atlanta's just got no weapons, man. They don't have any weapons offensively now. They're they're slowly being depleted. We lost, you know, Ridley of course for the year. Uh, then you take away now Kyle Pitts. You're leaving your number one guy is is uh, a rookie first rounder who has looked good, you know. With the limited, you know, we're not passing like crazy, so he's not like he's getting ten reception games with 127 yards, some shit. Uh, does not drop the ball though. This kid's got sure his fucking hands. Only has one drop on the year, I believe. Tied for the lowest, or he was tied for the lowest. On the other side, you look at the, um, uh, the Steelers defense. It's going to be a problem with the way T.J. Watt and them boys. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick flying around is going to. I I think they're going to get. I think Minka's going to going to trick Mariota 
at least once this game. I think he gets a pick. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Atlanta. It's not as easy. I don't think it's going to be as easy for us as they're kind of making it seem. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think Atlanta does pull away just because they can control, and they're going to have to with that run game. Um, they're going to have to control with that run game and, and Mariota. I mean, Pickett has made some mistakes you know, if Atlanta can get some turnovers, that's going to help them tremendously, especially that offense. You know, if they get a couple turnovers on that defense, that, that goes a long way for for our team. Uh, so I'm going to take Atlanta in this one, but I, I don't think it's going to be easy. I think it's going everything's going to be earned. So uh, Packers-Bears. Rodgers is banged up. That's the big story, right? Rodgers is banged up. Where's Jordan Love? When are we going to see Jordan Love? How do we handle that? And, you know, I said my piece about it, but, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of injuries for both these teams. It's gonna be tough for the Bears with no no Jaquan Brisker. Kyle Gordon's out. Uh, Kendall uh, Vildor at corner is also questionable. Um, Larry Borum is out. Their offensive tackle. I mean, the Bears are hurting a lot. But then you go with the Green Bay, and you know they got Bakhtiari out. Darnell Sav- Savage is out. Uh, Devondre Campbell is questionable. If he doesn't play, that becomes huge. And uh, Romeo Dubes. Uh, if he doesn't play, that's huge. They need every piece they can on that offensive side of the ball for Green Bay because it's hard enough as it is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers banged up. Ribs are hurt. Uh, he's going to give it a go. Um, to me, uh, for, for the the key for them is, is going to be how well does he play and how long does he last. Uh, and then what does Jordan Love look like if he has to come in? I, I don't know. Uh, you know it's gutsy for him to, for Rodgers to go out there and play at four and eight. To me, it, they need to shut it down, right? They just need to shut it down. You know, you're gonna need a lot of help. You know, maybe give them this game. That's fine, but after this, man, you know they lose this game. You got to shut it down. You got to see what Jordan Love is because at some point he he's supposed to be the guy. You know, he may be uh, an eight year vet when he get to, just gets to play. But if you're Green Bay. Why? Why would you not do it? Do what the the Browns are going to be doing with Deshaun Watson. It's the same fucking scenario, right? Deshaun Watson misses the whole season. He'll this will be his first game back. The Browns are fucking done. It doesn't matter. Deshaun Watson's not going to come in with a Superman cape and save the season. Nor is Aaron Rodgers right now. Bring in Jordan Love. See what they got. The only thing, the only problem that brings for Aaron Rodgers is if 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 Jordan Love plays good, they could the fans are going to turn on Rodgers and they're going to want and they're going to want Love and that's going to cause something that. Might not be needed, but if it's a business like the, you know, how they say, quote unquote, say it is, they treat it like a business, everything's a business move. When they cut somebody out, that's just business. Then this is just a fucking business move. I want to see what my investment is behind you because you are going to leave at whatever time. It's going to be okay if Aaron Rodgers retires after this year. And then the Packers would look stupid if they had kept Rodgers. So for me, I don't buy that whole Rodgers gets to do whatever he wants. He gets to, if he wants to start, he's starting. He's, they paid him all that money. I don't give a fuck. It's a business. I want to see what Jordan Love has. If I'm Green Bay, I don't give a shit about that whole, about that shit. I mean, it ain't no disrespect to Rodgers. It ain't no slapping face. I'd sit down and talk to him and be like, listen, you're fucking great. Cool. Except for the playoffs. You fucking, you suck. But besides that, you're awesome. But we're four and fucking eight. You're banged up. Our whole team's damn near the walking wounded project. We're hurt. We're done. We're like the season's over. We're putting in Jordan Love. We want to see what he's got. And if you got a fucking problem with that, retire or ask for a trade. It's a fucking business, dog. You can't get your emotions tied up in that shit. Uh, for the but 
anyways, on the Bears side, Superman Justin Fields is back. Uh, he's not going to have, but they, you know, they don't have Mooney. He's done for the year. Uh, it's, you know, Herbert, he, he, maybe he'll be back still. That's, you know, one-two combo running attack. But that's about it. Um, you know, the Bears need offensive weapons. You know, Chase Claypool has been non-existent right now with them. Uh, I don't know what if that's just he needs time to get in, into the system or what have you, and and him and Fields getting on the same page. I don't know what the situation is, but he ain't been the, he ain't been around. Um, and if you know, the only thing the Bears have for this game is they want to beat Green Bay, right? They're gonna try. You know, just because they're three nine, they're not gonna sit on their ass. This is fucking Green Bay. They're gonna go out there and play. Dude. They don't want to lose this, dude. This Aaron Rodgers has gone on and said, "I own you, motherfuckers." Like, you don't want to lose to that guy ever. You want to beat that guy all the fucking time. So I think that Bears are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. I have a fucking feeling they win this game. I, I think the I think the Bears come out with a little bit of a chip. They find a way to piece this thing together. They find a way at home. They're not going to take this ass whooping. I'm going to go the Bears. I like the Bears in this one. I just, for some reason, I think Fields is going to, you know... Have to, he's going to have to be Superman, and he's going to be Superman. Even with the injuries on the Bears' defense, I know they're not going to have a lot of pieces. Uh, this could be one Green Bay takes advantage of and gets a win. I like the Bears' play upset. I think they're, they're going to play angry. They don't want to lose this fucking guy. They're sick of this guy. And he's hurt, and yeah. Uh, I like the Bears in that one. Uh, Jets-Vikings, interesting one here. Interesting one here now. Because you got the man, the myth, the legend, Mike White, his goddamn fucking self playing this game. He better be. He's Mike White's got to be playing this game to, for the for the Jets to have a chance. In all in all seriousness, though, uh, the Jets coming off a win against the Bears. Mike White looked great. Um, it was the Bears, so I, you know the de- the defense, which does concern me against Green Bay, but whatever. I'm going with Bears. But the Jets and Vikings. Vikings coming in. Uh, you know. At nine, you know they're sitting at nine two, but then something about this team, you know, winning against Buffalo in overtime, thirty three to thirty, but then losing to Dallas, forty to three. That loss to Dallas really fucking just sits with me. Where I can't trust this fucking team. I have a hard time trusting this team. I wasn't a big believer with them, anyways, and then they lose forty to three. Like good teams don't lose like that ever. Like you, you can be a great team and have losses. You don't lose forty to fucking three, dog. I, I like, nah, nah. There's just something stinks about the Vikings. Like that stinks with them right there. But the Jets, I love the Jets' defense. I really do. I love the way the Jets are playing. Their defense is amazing. It's on fire. It's it's really slowed a lot of teams down. If if you look at it, you know they lose to the Jets and they, they lose, they lost to the the Patriots rather, and they only gave up ten fucking points. Their last games, they've given up 10, 3, 17 to Buffalo. Or yeah, 17 to Buffalo, the Jets did. 17 to New England, and then 9 to Denver. 10, 3, 17. I mean, 17 against a good Buffalo team. And, and a, but you got a high-powered Vikings offense. But, man, do they allow a lot of... I mean, they allow a lot of yards, that Vikings defense. They're, not, they're allowing 407 yards. On defense, that Vikings team that that is concerning to me, uh, especially you know, 114 rushing yards to 293 passing yards are given up. 
you know, the Jets are only giving up 328 yards. So you, you look at how what their defense has done. Ugh, dare I say I, I like the Jets. I like what Mike White's doing. I'm going to go Jets. J fuck it. J-E-T Jets. I'm going Jets. Against the Vikings. Vikings at home. I'm going to take the Jets. Uh, if Mike White, you know, when Mike White's starting, I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on this kid. Kid was a fucking stud against the Bears. Vikings that team, man. They let up 40. I don't know. This could be another one of those games. I, I like the Jets. This one's a tough one. This one is such a tough one now, this next one. Commanders and Giants. I mean, these two teams, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be, it's really going to be hard to not pick the Commanders the way they've been playing, the way that defense is playing, what I just, what they did to us last week. You know, could have won that game, but right there, boy. Uh, you know, I was, the Giants have obviously been rolling uh, until as of late. They've been kind of slumpy this, you know, these last few games. They got the last win against the, the Texans and the Jags. Not quality wins. Whereas you go and look at the Commanders, they've beaten the Eagles, giving them their only loss. They also beat Houston. They beat... Indy, which is whatever, and they beat us. I mean, that, that win against uh, Philly's huge. You know, this team to me has more grit, more... To me, it's Ron Rivera. Uh, you know, the, Ron Rivera's a great coach. I think this team's got more grit, more guts, and more ways to beat you. I feel like they have more ways to beat you. Daniel, Daniel Jones is so streaky with, with what, he, what he's doing. They rely a lot, way too much on Saquon Barkley still. And and are they going to be able to – this kind of matchup to me with that defense, they're going to be all over Daniel Jones. Not not as mobile as, you know, Mariota was. Mariota kept us going with being mobile and making some plays. Uh, I don't think Danny Dimes is to that level. But, and to me, I look at defense first when I look at a matchup. And if your defense does not hold up against – you know, that's that's huge. And the commander's front seven is just downright disgusting. How they've been playing, you look at the, you know, they only give up 21 to the Eagles, which is, that's pretty impressive the way they play. 10 to Houston, 13 to the Atlanta, so, you know, they gave up 20 to the Minnesota in a loss, and six, I mean, I'm harping on defense right now because this is one of the better defen defensive teams, and I think that's going to make the difference uh, in this one. I, I like the commanders in this one just slightly, but man, these close games, close calls. Next, we got the Eagles and Titans. I think will be a fun matchup. I think could be could be a pretty close game. Uh, I, I definitely like the Eagles in this one. I have not been a big buyer of the Titans. They just they play that same style, man, and they rely on Derrick Henry so much, relying on him so much. It's just it's it's hard to to get anything done if they, if they take away that. You know, it's such an uphill battle now for 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 your team. When Derrick Henry is your only resource at times, and you know he's a great player, great back, but damn, dude, you can't win one dim one dimensionally. Uh, and Tannehill doesn't, you know, Tannehill's not a guy that's going to go out and win you games. He just will, he'll just manage the game. He's a manager. That's all he is to me. Uh, he, I, I don't, I've never, I haven't seen enough out of him to to prove me wrong. Um, you know, when Malik Willis came in, it's not even like the, the, the game plan for them didn't didn't change when he had to step in. It was still, you know, pray to God Derrick Henry just wins us the game. 
and we we hold it down defensively. You know, they play really good defense, Tennessee does, but their offense barely keeps up. It is just enough to keep up with them, and it's too streaky for me. I'm going with the Eagles at home. Uh, Broncos, Ravens. Uh, Not much here on this one. This is to – Broncos, obviously, they are what they are. They're, you know, they're not – they're they're just bad. Um, Just a bad season right now. And Baltimore, you know, they're not much better. To be truthful with you, they're not much better. The way they play is is so, like, what the fuck, dude. They are the most what the fuck. Like, if you could just – being a fan base – for the Ravens has to be so frustrating because they're they're they have a winning record, but like they lose games that they should have no business losing. They had no business losing to Jacksonville. They had absolutely no business losing to Jacksonville. Uh, you look at Week Two against Miami. No business losing that game. They were up huge. They let let them come back. That, I mean, it was a fun game. They lose to Buffalo by three. They let them come back on them. They had a lead in that one. They lose to the fucking Giants. Had a lead in that one. This team cannot hang on to a lead. They when they they, it's never over with the Baltimore Ravens, and they're a good enough team. They're built to put away teams. It doesn't make sense. They have the best formula because what they want to do is run the ball, and they have the the best running quarterback right now in Lamar Jackson. They have great running backs. They have a good fullback to block. They have a good offensive line. They have good receive, like solid receivers. They have the team to run the ball and salt teams away, put it away, put, end the game. That's so. That's what they're built for. They're built around running the ball. How they can't put teams away is fucking ridiculous. Um, so it's got to be frustrating to be a Ravens fan. It's frustrating on paper because this is such a great team, offensively, defensively. They're built to win now, and they just can't seem to win close games. Doesn't matter the opponent. Doesn't matter where they're playing. They just it, it doesn't matter. They cannot put people away. And to lose 28-27 against Jacksonville is just fucking dude. They were winning the whole game. So it's crazy. So it's frustrating for the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens because the Broncos are so far. They they got a lot of issues. They got a lot of problems going on right now that they need to fix. But I don't I don't think it gets fixed this season at all. So um Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Baltimore, but you know, keep an eye on it. They can't put this fucking game away. Uh, it'd be interesting. I, I think they 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 beat beat Denver. They got no problem. Uh, Browns Texans. Deshaun Watson. This game's big. Just this game will be big. Not so much of what's going on in the field, other than Deshaun Watson. But it's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Deshaun Watson's first game back against his former team. Um, I'm I'm obviously I'm gonna go with the Browns. Just the way the Texans are the Texans. Uh, but this is going to be interesting. How How is he going to look? What's the show? I think Deshaun Watson, it's going to be, you know, the, the fans are going to be going nuts. He's going to get booed. It's going to be ugly uh, for him. I don't think he, it's going to be very favorable when he gets on the field. Uh, so he's not, it's not a home game. So it, it and especially this being the first week you're back. Woof. Good luck to you. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be wild. Great fans will be going nuts. I, th- I think that obviously the Browns get the win. They come. They're coming off an overtime win against Tampa Bay, which is kind of big. I mean, kind of keeps them alive, but not really. They're four and seven. They're pretty much done. Uh, but this will be an exciting one just to see what Deshaun Watson does and how he plays. So I'm, I'm excited for this one. 
looking forward to this one here. Just for the reaction. See how he looks coming back. Is he is he immediately Deshaun Watson or is it gonna be rusty kinda ugh. Yeah, there was where that throw, if he had been playing all season, that throw would have been made. No, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I I'm taking the Browns in that one. Uh Seattle in uh Los Angeles Rams. Let's say right now, just off rip, I'm going with Seattle. Obviously, Stafford was shut down. He was just put on um, IR. Uh, you know, this will be Bobby Wagner's first game against Seattle. Not going to mean much because they stink. <laughs> this game's not, I don't think this game would be very exciting. It's not going to be close. It's going to be kind of one of them ugh, games. Uh, I'm going with Seattle. They need this win. They have been on. You know, after going on a tear for a surprising tear, they're on a two-game losing streak now against Tampa, coming off a loss against Tampa Bay and that overtime game against the Raiders, which was exciting. The game was pretty pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle to bounce back against the Rams, you know, taking advantage of just a just team that's just – you want to talk about a team that's done for, man. That is the Rams. They are just – they got nobody healthy, nothing. I mean, they're, they're in bad shape. Okay, now we got a real fun one as well. This one, this one is just we got the Dolphins and the Niners, two teams that I'm starting to like more and more as possible, possible. This would be a Super Bowl matchup. I'm not gonna lie with you because the way the way the 49ers are playing with that defense and how they're 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 you know they don't they don't need Jimmy G to do much at all. The way they're playing, they shut out the fucking Saints. They put up, you know, give up ten against the Cardinals in down in Mexico. Yeah, I know it was Colt McCoy, but only sixteen to the Chargers, fourteen to the Rams, and you know they they took an ass whooping to the Chiefs back in, you know, right before uh, Halloween. But 49ers defense has been playing good. Uh, they, you know, offensively they got all the weapons, all the resources they could ever fucking ask for. But then you got the Dolphins, where it's just Tua. And Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill playing backyard fucking football. I mean, the Dolphins are fun to watch, dude. For everyone that was shit talking to a, shut the fuck up and go sit in the corner because that dude is fucking. He's good, man. He's good. He might not have the Mahomes arm. God forbid, no one can throw it ninety yards like Mahomes and Josh Allen. He's fucking. He's Tua. He's his own. That he's he is who he is, and he's got his team eight and three. So if you got a fucking problem with that, and they're eight and three because he was missing a couple of games, you got a problem with that. You got a problem with fucking winning, then then good. Then then you're fucking you lost your minds. Two is the man. Plain and simple, the Dolphins look great. You know with Tyreeks with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, they're scary. Raheem Mostert, they got so much speed on that fucking team. Um, so it's gonna be that offense against. Can that defense stop them? Uh, can I like the Dolphins in this matchup? You know, even for what it's worth, I think the way they can score points, um, if they if they can break that seal a little bit against that defense and get some points on the board, I don't know if, if Jimmy G can keep up with how quick they can score and how much. You seen what they did against Baltimore, like we were talking about, but way back then. So I like the Dolphins, but this is a fun matchup. This is a game to watch. You're not gonna, you don't want to miss that game. To me, that's a game you don't want to miss. Just kind of like how you don't want to miss the uh, 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 what was it? Which game? Uh, the Commanders and Giants. To me, I wouldn't miss that game because that's that's a huge that's an important game for playoffs. It's an important game for 
a lot of teams in that division. Um, Chiefs Bengals again, another banger. This is a good one. Uh, but to me though, it, it, it when you look at these two teams and they've been jawing back and forth. This is gonna be a fun one. They've been talking. You got guys uh, talking on defense and for the. It was a Justin Reed talking and Jamar Chase coming back at him. Uh, so it is, this, is, this is getting – has a, a chance to be a little chippy, a little fun. Might have a good match, good AFC matchup here. Could be a you know future playoff matchup. Um, and the Chiefs come in, they're just fucking rolling. They're firing on all cylinders. Uh, the Bengals are winning, but, you know, they're just – they're a little inconsistent. It's just kind of like, they're not like, you look at Kansas City, you're like, yeah, dude, they've been fucking winning. Now, they've been in close games, but it's it's different. The Bengals are streaky, man. They're really streaky. They haven't looked like how they looked, you know, in that Super Bowl game. They're just, you know, ugh, they're just, ah, I just don't trust them enough yet against high-caliber teams. I like what they're doing. You know, Joe Burrow, obviously a great quarterback. Mahomes a great quarterback. It's going to be a fun matchup. Between quarterbacks, <clears throat> but excuse me, but uh, the difference for me is just the experience and how how they've been playing recently. I, I like the Chiefs in this one, but this is gonna be a fun matchup for sure. The Bengals, you know, they get a win here, they might put you know put some respect on their fucking name now. They might be clicking on at the right times. Next, we got Chargers and Raiders. And a couple of weeks ago, this to me, this game wouldn't have been anything, but. Uh, hold your horses now, because the Raiders been looking good. Uh, it, the only problem with the Chargers, and it seems like every year it is a problem with the Chargers, is they're just so they're so banged up right now. They they are very banged up. You know, losing receivers, uh, Mike. You know, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being banged out. Now they got Corey Lindsley, their centers out, their offensive uh, offensive tackle. Trey Pipkins is out, uh, so it's it's going to be an uphill battle. You could say the same for the Raiders, but they've been kind of clicking now, right? They they've won two in a row, and and the Chargers just been they've been up and down. Yeah, they beat Atlanta, losing to San Fran and Kansas City, two really good teams. But then they beat the Cardinals last week barely. Uh, this one could be either way. It it really could. You know, then the Chargers are trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. The Raiders trying to just scratch and claw to get anything. You know, even with the banged up Chargers, I'm going to go with Chargers. You know, I picked them. I thought they were a big Super Bowl favorite the way they've been playing. I think somehow they find a way to get this thing done. This to me is going to be it. Hey, this game's either going to be a close, very close game to the end, or one team's just going to fucking blow out one team. Like, that's, there's no in between. It's going to be one of those. Either it's a close matchup. They're fighting, or one team just gets fucking punched in the mouth and doesn't respond. We're going to see either way there. And then uh, we got Sunday night. We got Colts, Cowboys. Colts, very disappointing team. Just how they've been playing. You know, they've been in a lot of games and just squandered it. They're unable to put up points has been their problem. The Colts have been, haven't been able to score any points. The Cowboys have had no problem with that in, you know, their last five games. They, you know, you look back the last five games. Put up 24 against Detroit. Okay. 49 against the Bears. 
28 against an overtime loss against Green Bay, 40 against Minnesota, and 28 against the Giants. They got no problem scoring. Colts can't fucking score. Who do you think I'm taking? I'm going to go with Cowboys, the team that can score fucking points. Um, it's just... They're just so I don't even know if it's inconsistency with the Colts because they're just consistently not scoring points. So you can't say it's inconsistency. It's they, you know the the running game is about the only thing going for them. The passing game is sloppy. It's it's not there. They just look lost at times, and the the, the Colts just aren't what I thought they were going to be going into this season. I thought they had a real good fucking shot of doing something, and, it, and I don't know what their issue has been, but they can't score to save the lives. So I'm gonna, I'm going to go with Dallas. And that leaves us with the Monday night matchup between the Saints and the Bucks. Uh, huge matchup for the NFC South. You know, anyone, someone has to win that division. Saints are not out of it. The Bucks are barely holding the lead. If they lose and Atlanta wins, that swaps. Um, the Saints should get a win and Atlanta loses, and you know that they're now back up there. So, I and I don't know who to go with in this matchup either because the Bucks can't score. The Saints are just, I don't even know what the Saints are, but they've had the Bucks number, you know, against when they play each other. Brady has not been good against the Bucks at all. Does that trend continue? Does it stop? That's going to be, I mean, that's that's the question in this matchup. Does Brady's trend of not being able to do anything against the Saints kind of continue or, or, or what happens here? But uh, I, I don't know. I... This one's a coin toss for me. I want, of course, I want the Bucks to lose, but I don't know if they. I, I think the Bucks pull away and get a win. You know, obviously, I want them to lose for my Falcons' sake to get in, but I think Tampa gets a win here against the Saints, even though the, you know they struggled against them. It's it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a real close one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go Saints, or excuse me, I'm gonna go Bucks. So, break, go through it again. I got Falcons over the Steelers. I've got Bears over Packers. Jags over Lions. Jets over Vikings. Commanders over Giants. Eagles over Titans. Ravens over the Broncos. Texans, no. Browns over Texans. Seahawks over the Rams. Dolphins over the 49ers. Chiefs over the Bengals. Chargers over the Raiders. And I got Cowboys over the Colts. And for your Monday Nighter, I'm going Bucks over Saints. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this week goes. Uh, could be a, a lot of fun matchups. Like I said, you, you're gonna want at least three TVs on at all times. Um, let's get to some other news right now. Let's talk a little college football. We haven't talked a lot, a lot of college football, but it does get interesting now with these games. That happened over oh just just happened over the weekend. Um, TCU goes down to Kansas State in overtime in a good matchup, good fun game. They couldn't get in on on the fucking inch yard line. They couldn't get in. Gives it to Kansas State. So Kansas State takes takes care of business there, right? Uh, USC loses Friday night. They lost in a close game as well against Utah. I mean, close until the end, right? It, it was close, and then Utah pulled away. But, you know, uh, 47-24. You know, and USC, I'll give you, I'll tell you this much. Caleb Williams showed a lot of fucking grit, a lot of heart. He was getting, he was banged up. He was 
you know, he had taken a beating. And, it, and he showed a lot of heart. But that, you know, Cam Rising in Utah, they played fucking amazing. They went out and got the job done. They won. So the big concern is now, USC's a two-loss team. They're, they're more than likely out, right? They're going to be out. That gives a, a spot to what I believe you, Ohio State is now in. Does TC, the question is, does TCU slide out of the college football playoff now? Are the, is TCU out of the top four? And that, that's kind of the big thing going on when they're going to de- determine this. Does, does that hurt them enough to get them out? I don't think so. I, they lost in the, in the conference championship against a really good team in Kansas State, who, by the way, is ranked 10 right now. They lost to Kansas State. In a very close game where they could have easily won, you know, they could have easily won that game being that that close. But we're not going to even go there that route. They did lose their first loss, though. There, you know, that's their first loss against a really good opponent, where some teams didn't play. Like you know, Alabama didn't play, so we know what they are going to be. They're going to be ten and two. You know, they didn't have a chance. It's not like they played Georgia and had a chance to do something because God, that would have really blown some shit up. But people are saying that Alabama now should be in. You know, are wondering is or are are they're wondering is the committee going to put Alabama in just because it's fucking Alabama and that's what they do with two losses they'll kick TCU out and make them fifth. You know, they put USC six or, or whatever. Uh, to me, TCU has to just stay where they're at. I like Georgia at one, Michigan two. I think TCU is a good three. You know, and four goes to Ohio State. I think you slide in Ohio State over USC. And just because, you know, obviously they lost. They now have two losses. Uh, and you, you, comparing the whole TCU situation, it is different than USC because now USC has two losses, so they're down with Alabama, right? I think Ohio State deserves to be put up at four. Their only loss was to Michigan in a really good game. Michigan's number two. I think have them... Have it have Ohio State in at four. We get Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. That to me, that's how the college football playoff should, should pan out. I don't think Alabama deserves to be in. No, sorry, not, not nah. I don't think so. Uh, and and obviously no one else. You're not you're not putting Tennessee. And obviously no one else is even in the the conversation, right? It's between, do you put Ohio State in? Yes. And are you putting Alabama in? No. I don't think TCU moves, and and Ohio State should should definitely probably get in over USC. Just because, A, you you know, USC gets a second loss, right? Okay. And they're so fucking banged up. Caleb Williams is, you know, they're going to get in. And what, they're going to play Georgia? They're going to beat Georgia? Fuck no, dude. They're not. They're not beating Georgia. They're too fucking hurt. They're too banged up. Even if they, even if they did get in, I'm not saying that's what they should look at. Like, oh well, he. No, I'm just saying. Just think about that. If they were to get in, it wouldn't have mattered. So for me, that's where I'm at. I, I like. The, I like the top four being Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. I got no problems if that's what they go with. Anything other than that, I'm. I'm uh, questionable. Fucking questionable. Um. On that note, though. We did get over a hurdle, so we're gonna have a twelve-team college playoff. They finally have uh, they've gotten to that decision. Um, they were kind of just waiting on these 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 legacy bowls 
they had to all be sign off on this to get this done early. I don't think we were supposed to get this till 2026. Um, but now we could get it for the 2024-2025 season. We're gonna have 12 teams. How fucking interesting would that be? Let's just let's just say talk about this. We're gonna now have 12 teams. This should have been happening, dog. Who wants a 14 fucking playoff? Fuck that. You you're 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 selling yourself short of all these teams that you know you have this whole fucking season and and you get four teams that get to play for something. What? What? How fun would it be to have a USC and Alabama in the mix? Kansas State. Look what Kansas State. Look what happens. Utah playing against USC wins in the conference championship. You don't think there would be magical moments if we have a twelve-team playoff? You let a team like. Washington's gonna would be in it, so we did twelve teams just off of what they are. The rankings are right now. This is pro, this is pre uh, losses, right now. And this this is before all the losses. Um, this they haven't factored in. You know USC's loss and all and all these conference championships. Right now, if they did twelve teams, we'd be looking at. You know who would get the buys? The first, you'd have to give four first round buys, right, for a twelve team because that's eight. You'd have four matchups. So, so obviously this wouldn't what it would, what it would be. But let's just play it at like this now. So Georgia's one; they would get a buy. Michigan would get a buy. TCU would get a buy, and USC would get a buy. Ohio State then is the first team to play. They would play Washington. Alabama would play Utah. Tennessee would play Kansas State, and Penn State would play Clemson. Those are some fun matchups. Just think of the possibilities with the 12 teams. This would be this is so much better. Thank you, college, for getting this one right. It's about time. A 12-team college playoff is what has been needed. It brings excitement. Why do we fucking love March Madness? Because anything could fucking happen. We have a big 64 bracket, team bracket, and we got... We got guys, teams that went out of nowhere. It's fun. It's fucking, that's what we want to see. No one wants to see where four teams get in and every year. It's Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and if someone gets lucky, that last spot. That's what sucked about the BCS championship with two BCS, two teams get in. National championship. Boring. No one fucking cares. When it's college football and all these guys are getting recruited, the Alabamas and Georgias and the big powerhouses are the teams that get the best players. It's it's ass when you only let four fucking teams in because, shocker, the teams that recruited everybody and had all the fucking success recruiting because they're the fucking big powerhouses, they're in every year. Well, no fucking shit. I think this will be a lot more fun. I think the next thing we're going to talk about, Deion Sanders going to, to Colorado is going to be a hell of a lot more fun because he makes this shit interesting. Colorado is going to be a fucking powerhouse while he's there. Look what he did with Jackson State. He's taken away top five. He's taken away five star recruits from Alabama. That's why these Alabama Nick Saban doesn't like it. Yeah, because they'd rather go play for fucking Deion Sanders than you. When you're not getting all the guys, all these guys aren't going to be going to Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. I love college football, but what what I love about NFL more is it's. The best players, and it, it, there's no fucking recruiting, dog. There's no recruiting, right? So it's not going to be the same teams. Everyone everyone has a chance. You just have to build your fucking roster. Anyone could be good. Look at the fucking commanders. You don't get that. It's an anomaly in, in college. So I think this is going to be 
an, this is going to be awesome for college football that Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. He's going to make that team a fucking powerhouse. We're going to hear about Colorado way more than we ever thought we ever would in our fucking lives as far as college football goes. And I think it's good. I think – you know, this should happen a lot more, and I think the 12th playoff is going to be fun. College football is starting to get exciting. You know, I, I fuck with college football. I watch it, but this will make it fun, man. A 12-team college football uh, playoff, this will be fun. I'm down for it. And I think Deion Sanders going to Buffalo is it. Buffalo. Going to Colorado for the Buffaloes. Uh, I think that's going to be fun. I, I love what he's doing. Now he's going to be, you know a bigger school, I think this leads to him going somewhere huge down the road. I think he ends up in an SEC school. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just throwing this out here. I don't know how long Nick Saban plans on coaching. But I so for me, I get this feeling that like Deion Sanders is going to be the next Alabama head coach. After after all I just said, I almost have this feeling like he's just going to, you know, he's going to do his thing at Colorado and then he's going to wait for Alabama to open up Nick Saban leave. Just you watch. I, I could see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, which I usually am. Uh, but I don't know. I, th- I think it's good for good for Dion. You know, he's a fun coach. A lot of guys like to play for him. I, I say he's fun, but it, it's not like he he's he's hard on them boys. He he demands a lot with them, but he teaches them more than just football. He's teaching them life lessons. Teaching he's te- he's changing young men and making he's changing boys and turning them into men. I mean, seriously, he's doing a great he's doing a great thing over there at Jackson State, and he's going to do great things with Colorado. And I think he he's he, he hits the nail on the head. He's not there just to you know get these guys on to the next level. You know, when you know it's not a machine he's running and spitting out national championships. He's there. He's invested in the players too, and and what they do off the field. So I give I give any coach credit when they do that when they. Don't just think about the wins and losses. They think about these kids' futures, and, and, and they're realistic with them, and they know that all these guys ain't going to the NFL. That's not fucking happening. Some of you guys are going to have to think about what you're going to do outside of football, and I think he does a great job uh, keeping that in realistically, but also pushing these guys to do the best thing they can do on the field. So I think he's going to do a great job for Colorado, and I think he's a hell of a coach. I would want to go play for him. I know he's going to bring a lot of guys with him. Uh, lastly, I want to wrap this thing up with you guys is uh, the World Cup. We haven't talked soccer at all. Haven't really talked about the World Cup. You know, it was scary. We didn't know if we didn't even know if USA was going to get in, right? We we weren't even sure what they what they do. They lose first game. What was it United States lost first game, right? Where are we at? What group are we even in? I don't know what, I don't know what group we in. Oh, oh, we're not. It's because we're not in anymore. You're, Anyways, right? You know we we lose to the Netherlands three to one. But before that, uh, before all that, we had we had tied with England. I knew I knew that we frustrated a pretty solid England team. You know, England's usually a pretty good team. Frustrated them zero zero, nil nil. How are you, y'all soccer peeps? Be saying it, uh. Uh, you know, then they had to beat Iran to get in, and I don't know how good Iran is. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know. Like, oh yeah, Iran was a tough fucking matchup, boys. That was a real fucking hard fought win for the old U.S. of A. No, I have no idea. Uh, but they beat them. They go and play the Netherlands, and these fuckers just took it, took it to them. 
from what I what I, here, here's what I have to say about about you know U.S. soccer. Right? This is this is just my thought, and what do I fucking know? But I'm gonna give you my two cents. What I what I have to think about soccer is I don't think we ever get the best best players for the, our national team because I don't think our best athletes give a fuck about soccer. And I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I really don't. I don't think LeBron James ever thought about playing soccer. I don't fucking think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is playing soccer. I don't think Tyreek. What if we had fucking Tyreek Hill just go play soccer? You don't think we don't have guys? And I'm not saying Tyreek Hill could just go play soccer right now and he'd be good. No, soccer is a hard fucking sport, and it takes skill and it takes practice. But I'm saying if if these guys didn't train and go play soccer, you don't think we could win like we do in fucking basketball and just shit on everybody in basketball? I mean, come on. Now, it, it's not going to be just like basketball because, you know, soccer's played uh, globally. It's a global sport, the biggest sport. Um, and everyone plays it, right? This is It's a simple fucking game. You k- kick the ball in the fucking net. You can do that anywhere, right? And I say simple as in simple to, you know, it's not, it's you can't just pick up and, you know, everyone's got shoulder pads and you just go play tackle football outside. It's simple as in you just need the ball and you go play on a soccer field. All right, got it. So anyone can fucking play it. It's not like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's for everybody. So everyone plays it, you know, and everyone plays basketball. But the point being is this is a big, huge sport everywhere but in the United States. And I'm, we, we also don't put our our athletes don't go play soccer. That's not where the money is. You know, you don't hear about Mike Trout going and fucking playing soccer and signing some. Threat. There's no money in soccer. That's why our athletes aren't going to. Our athletes are going to where the money is. There's big TV deals in football because we watch football. Americans love football. There's big money deals in baseball. So people still love watching baseball on TV. I guess I don't fucking know. Somebody's supporting that business. Uh, basketball big. Everyone loves you know basketball is huge here. So it's it's where your market is. Soccer has never been embraced by Americans. Like we just we don't like soccer as much as we like football, baseball, basketball. It's just plain same as hockey. You know, there a lot of hockey's starting to try to be pushed a lot more on you know it's, it's on ESPN and stuff. I see that a lot. They're trying to show a lot of a lot more hockey now. Get people into it's just no one's biting on that shit, dude. I think I would probably give hockey a go before soccer. You know, soccer watching it wise, but. I'm just trying to think of it logically here. I just don't feel like our best athletes participate in soccer, and that's why we don't, you know, we're not very good at it. But for the people that, you know, every four years are painting their fucking face, and, yeah, USA, USA, and they ain't watched fucking soccer since the last World Cup, chill the fuck out, dog. Shut up. Stop doing that. Stop. Those people are, are the worst types of people. You know, I have no problem admitting I don't watch soccer, and I sure as hell didn't watch the World Cup. Because if I don't watch soccer all fucking... All year round, I'm not watching it for this one moment, just to be like USA, USA. No, we fucking suck, dog. We're not good at soccer. We don't, we don't put, we don't put it out in soccer like everybody else. So, uh, shout out to the fucking Netherlands. Uh, I don't know if they're fucking that team, but they go and play Argentina. I do know, I do know, Lionel Messi did get his first goal in the World Cup. And isn't that crazy? That guy, that's that's. If anything, that'll tell you how tough soccer is. That guy is that damn fucking good, right? He's one of the best. It's him and Ronaldo, right? If you don't, you may not know soccer, but you know those two fucking names, Messi and Ronaldo. Everyone does. If you if you don't, you're bullshitting. So, uh, how that guy Messi has never scored a a, a goal in the World Cup? It, I hope I'm getting that right. 
in the World Cup, right? Like he in the whole World Cup, he has not scored a goal in his career, and he got his first one. That's fucking wild. That shows you how tough soccer is. If a guy like that isn't scoring till that late uh, in his career, that's fucking crazy. Because that dude's talented as fuck. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But Ar- Argentina won. They're gonna play the Netherlands. What do we got? You know, they don't play again till tomorrow at nine a.m. They got Japan and Croatia, Brazil and South Korea. Oh, no, we do have a game. We got England. Okay, England plays. France and Poland's about to kick off shortly as uh, I'm going over this. Okay. So we got England, the team that we frustrated, held to 0-0 to kind of keep us going. They're playing uh, Senegal? Wow. Who the fuck is that? Where is that at? Is it, oh, is it Africa? It's Africa sides. Okay, so it's African team. Okay. Somewhere in Africa. All right. Interesting. So they're going to play England. I do love this about soccer. You hear about these countries and you're like, wait, they're fucking good at soccer. I've ne- I didn't even know they had a f- who the fuck they are. I would never have heard of Senegal. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Until this. I, I never would have fucking known. Right. I think I think all the other teams are pretty you know bigger Morocco maybe one of a smaller team they're playing Spain I'm sure that's I don't know much about Morocco but I know Spain is fucking a powerhouse used to be at least when where's Italy at dog where's my team where's Italy we used to be a fucking powerhouse in soccer not must not be must not be that good anymore man I remember growing up Italy was the fucking team you know they had some they had some guys Who's the fucking guys? What's his fucking name? I'm not gonna be able to remember his name, but they had a fucking stud on the, on the Italian team. Can't remember his fucking name. Italy not in it. Damn fucking shame. My peeps are out. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw my two cents on the World Cup. Uh, and all that. We also did have a good fight fight night UFC. I did not get to see this one. I got to go back and watch the Wonder Boy fight. I against. Kevin Holland, I heard that one was fucking absolutely nuts. So we're gonna, ch- I gotta go. Ch- I'm gonna go check that out, guys. So as always, I love y'all. Have a good one. Uh, peace.